glory to God and greetings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to our live broadcast uh, this morning. Now, if you don't mind, you can turn with me to the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 2, verse 6 to verse 8. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood for if they had, they will not have crucified the Lord of glory. Let's bow our heads and let us pray. Father, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the opportunity and the honor and the privilege to share from your word. We ask you to be with us this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Right. Um, I'll acknowledge people just before we finish uh, the service, so I'll definitely acknowledge it. Before I disappear, I'll read out, I'll give a shout out. So tell us where you are live streaming from. Tell us where you are. Yeah, tell us how's the weather. I'll read it as you... Um, uh, as, as you have put it out there uh, for the people. Now, without waste of any time, let me discuss a subject called repurposed. And uh, while I'm uh, giving you this background, invite your friends to log in. So click share, share, share. And also tell your friends to subscribe as they log in because it's a wonderful message, it's a good message. So yeah, yeah, invite your friends to, to join us uh, this morning. Let us have a record attendance uh, this morning for our wonderful church. Amen. Now, we read a wonderful scripture. What I want you to underline there really, it is that none of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they will not have crucified the king of glory. That's where the uh, emphasis is, and the subject is repurposed. I will explain what repurposed is, but let me take you back to our first broadcast uh, on YouTube uh, live. That is over nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks ago. I can't believe this, that I actually now have at least 10 live messages on YouTube. I can't believe this. Uh, you must call me a vlogger now, eh? <laughs> or a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber of no day. Eh? Ten and more. And we are still counting, eh? That's Believers Bible Church. Anyway, um, when our first message, when we went live, really, I tried to explain that uh, this um, COVID-19 is not from God. I still stand on what I said. And I just want to take it a little bit further today that uh, we, we have to look things differently. Right now, it is not why there is so much pain in our lives. That's not the point. Two, it is not why there is so much evil. Three, it is not why there is so much poverty. 
It is not why there is so much sickness and disease. It is not why COVID is figured in Amshande. That's not the point. It is, it's, yeah, it, that, that's immaterial. Uh, uh, that's what I'm going to show you today so that you can have hope, believe, trust in God. Amen. So, in other words, we are not going to focus on what's happening around us, but we are going to focus on God. So, that's the intention of this message. Amen. So, in fact, it's not in the understanding of the source of evil. So, we don't have to really fully comprehend where evil is coming from. We don't have to fully comprehend, understand where sickness is coming from, or whether it's pain or poverty or whatever you're experiencing. We don't have to really understand where it's coming from because if you try to do that, you'll get yourself in serious trouble, I can tell you, because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to focus on the negatives that are happening in your life whilst neglecting the great things that are actually happening in your life our duty is not to understand the devil and his ways so our calling as believers or as Christians we don't even have to understand the devil some people are deviologists in other words they have mastered uh, the, the study of the devil they know everything about devils to the point they even communicate with them they uh, when they are casting out devils they even have a conversation you know they have just mastered that art but I'm here to say we don't even have to understand the devil or know his ways it's none of our business our duty is to understand God and his ways. Our role is to understand Christ. And that is why any preacher of the gospel who focuses on the devil, he has lost it. The Bible says we must preach Christ and him crucified. So we can't be focusing on what we so-call a, a deliverance, but then you don't talk about how the Lord delivers. You focus on what the devil is doing in people's lives. By the way, it takes no anointing or talent to mention the evils that are done by the devil. He will help you to do that, actually. Amen and glory to God. Now, we don't have to explain in an intellectual or philosophical or even a, 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 in an articulate manner where this COVID-19 comes from. That's not really important. It is not. So now, we know that this thing is here. And from other people or from what we are hearing from scientists, they even say it's here to stay. We need a vaccine. In other words, it's here to stay. People have to adjust and live to the norm. Guess what? I'm not even bothered. Whether it goes away completely or it becomes the new flu, doesn't bother me. And that, that's why I want to give you a very great perspective today based on scripture. Why? Most often, God uses what is meant to destroy us to build something. That's my starting point. That's my point number one. Most often, God uses what is meant to destroy us to build something. Now, it is not God who designed COVID-19. It is not coming from that. But understanding of scriptures will bring you to the realization and to the conclusion that God is God. He will use anything to his glory. The fact that this COVID-19 is here, God will use it to his glory. It is not his doing, I, I repeat, but he's going to use it to his glory, as I'm about to show you. So 
us as believers or as children of God or as human beings, we have to understand that God can use any situation and circumstance for his glory in your life. That's where we are going. Turn with me to Genesis 5 verse, uh, Genesis 50 rather, verse 20. Yeah, we are now firing. We are ready. Genesis 50 verse 20. While I go to that, you have to understand, for you to get to this type of conclusions, it takes spiritual growth and maturity to begin to see how God does. Now, let me give you a background before I read here. There was a lovely uh, young man called Joseph, favored by his father. Uh, he was not a last born, but he was number 11, from, uh, from what I understand. And uh, his father really loved him, really loved him because the father loved the mother, which is Rachel. And uh, Joseph, because he was loved, the father created a beautiful coat uh, for him of many colors. We all know this story from kindergarten or primary school, or maybe some people from high school, you know. But the point is we know the story. And uh, the brothers became jealous and they ended up selling him to, to the Ishmaelites, who ended up uh, taking him as a slave to Egypt. And there in Egypt, the Bible teaches us that actually in slavery, uh, Joseph prospered, but that's not the message. When you read from Genesis 45, uh, Joseph says to his brother, you didn't, don't, 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 don't be hard on yourself. God was sending me ahead of you to come and preserve life. He told his brother, he says, you don't understand how God works. God was sending me. But the way he sent me, it was not the perfect or the right way or your preferred way. But he sent me ahead of you to come and preserve lives. Now, let's read Genesis 50, verse 20. Maybe let me add another one just before we read. Here the brothers had sent people to go and talk to Joseph after Jacob had died that, look, our father is dead now. Joseph is going to pay back. And they sent somebody. And while they were talking to, while Joseph was talking to uh, uh, those people, the brothers also came in. They bowed. They said, we are ready to be your slaves. Uh, don't harm us. Don't revenge us. And he said these words in verse 20. You intended to harm me. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Yeah. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So his brothers, their intent was to harm Joseph, but God used the evil intent of the brothers to produce good intention. You see, God repurposed the evil intention of the brothers to produce a blessing to the whole world. Come with me now. Let's continue. Let us explain what is a repurposed. A repurposed really has to do with the fact that you have to adapt for use in a different purpose. So something has been designed originally for a specific purpose. But then later on, that something might be required to be adapted for a different purpose. All right, that is to repurpose. Let me give you a simple illustration and the finest uh, for the morning. I just got it here while I'm talking. 
this is a mic in front of me. It is not a preaching mic, uh, uh, saints and believers. This is a studio mic. This is what artists will use to record their guitars and other things. This is what they'll use uh, for singing. The original intent of this, they never had me in mind to preach from this. They never had me in mind. It's not designed for us preachers. However, because of COVID-19, we have repurposed this guy. We use it for preaching. This thing was designed to be used in a radio station, for example. We have repurposed to use it for preaching in an unfamiliar setting and we make it look cool because anything can be repurposed for a greater use. So that's what God, God does. So something can be intended for a specific purpose, but God can repurpose it for his own good and his own pleasure. Whether it's an evil thing or a good thing, God can always repurpose it. And glory to God. And you know many, many other things that have been repurposed by people. I mean, it's very encouraging when you open or rather tune into your television set and then you discover or you hear uh, people uh, rather, um, how do I put this? Uh, these people basically, due to COVID-19, what, uh, what they have done, their businesses were threatened to close. Then they readjust uh, their strategies. For example, I, uh, I checked on TV the other day. I was not looking for it. There is this uh, wonderful gentleman who was presenting that he has converted his restaurant to a supermarket. That's repurposing. Originally, he would never tried to build a supermarket. He wanted a restaurant where people can come and sit. But he has repurposed. In other words, he's not joining the queue to Sasa this morning to, to apply for Umdende or stuff like that. He has repurposed. He's milking it. He's making money in these difficult times. So that's where I'm going with my message. Uh, there's a lady uh, I hear from my wife. Uh, she runs uh, a hair saloon, as you know, that uh, due to the lockdown, they had to close, right? But what she has done, they, re they invented or done something whereby you can now uh, wash your hands. I, I can't really fully describe it, but the point is she has repurposed her business now to dispense uh, wash your hands stuff, right? Wash your hands, by the way, as, uh, as, as I'm sharing, and glory uh, to God. Amen. And many, many, many other people have repurposed uh, whatever they had before to COVID-19. And it's going to be the new normal, by the way, repurposing what used to be for the new normal. So we are not going to throw away everything we have. We have to find a new purpose for what we have. And glory uh, to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. So that's what it means. Adapt for use in a different uh, purpose. So the best results in life can come from adaption rather than invention. I'm going to repeat that. The best results will come from adaption rather than from invention. So it is not always necessary to invent something new. Sometimes you just have to adapt something. Matter of fact, the best items we have in life are those that have been adapted. Some of you, I know you have smartphones, but what if I tell you, this is my own opinion, all right? You don't have to go and verify or check it out. Just trust me on this one. What if I tell you the iPhone is not necessarily an invention? 
It's an iPod that has been adapted for telecom uh, telecommunication use. Remember, I remember very, very well uh, around 2006 or 7, I used to have an iPod uh, that looks like a phone. The only problem with that iPod, it could not make calls. It could do everything. I could do emails. I could do photos. It, it had it all. It could not make calls. And all they did when they introduced the iPhone was to add what? Phoning capability. That's adaption. And you know, even the iPod is not original. Let's leave that. But the point is, you can adapt things and create something new out of existing things. So life is a series of adaptions. All right? It's not a series of new inventions. It's adaption. You have to adapt, adapt, adapt. Now we are talking electric cars. Let me tell you, that's adaption. The car has always been there. We're just adapting, you know? Anyway, let's go, let's go on. So, so invention is not important, but adaption is more important. And glory to God. So you stay ahead of the curve by being adaptable. The most important skill of the future is adaptability. It feels like a lecture in a business school, isn't it? No, it's a sermon. I'm coming back to the word. Amen. <laughs> it does feel like that. You know this thing of uh, coming from these business schools, you always go to what you know, you know? So, but the important skill for the future, let me repeat it for you, is adaptability. Those who are able to adapt will do well or will fare well in the future. And glory to God. Now turn with me to Romans 8.28. Let's come back to the weight. I know you love the weight. I also love the weight. Amen. He says there, uh, Genesis, while we go to Romans 8, he says, you meant it for my, um, for my harm, but God had a better plan. Now let's read Romans 8.28. This is your favorite scripture. I know. Your favorite. And we know that all things, go, uh, all things God works for good, works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. I'm going to repeat. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So as long as you have been called according to the purpose of God, does not matter what's happening around you. Any situation will work to your good. It will work to your advantage. During the season of COVID-19, it is an advantage for those who are in the purpose of God. They are being set up to go to greater heights. Some people are already being set up for promotions because of what they do during this time. And you have to really embrace the change that has been uh, necessitated by this COVID-19, bearing in mind that all things work for the good for them that love the Lord and glory to God. So you have to begin to realize that anything can be repurposed. Whether good or bad, it can be reused in a different setting environment or even a different uh, purpose. And glory to God. Amen. I mean, I've seen some creative things whereby people use tires as seats. And I go, but this thing was meant for people to move. Now you are sitting on it supposed to move people not for it to be set on you know that's repurposing tires and many other you you, you know these things amen or you, you guys in essay now let's just get to the core of the message and then close the message quickly let me give you quick examples in scripture whereby god uh, repurposed uh, uh, things or rather where we see things being repurposed 
first of all maybe quickly this is not in any other orders i've left many other things out but what you need to be aware of david was a shepherd boy but he was repurposed to be a leader the day he faced goliath in other words a goliath in your life a challenge in your life will repurpose your destiny you will move from being a shepherd to a king even though he was anointed to be a king he needed to face a goliath some of us we need to face covid 19 for us to become what god has called us to be i'm going somewhere with this jesus used a boat for preaching The people who designed the boat never intended the boat to be a preaching vessel, never. They wanted people to use it to cross the sea. They wanted it to be used for fishing. But Jesus shows up and says, I will repurpose this. I will use it for my glory. I will preach from this. And after he has achieved it, he says, oh, by the way, you can catch a great number of fishes. But he had to repurpose it first. So allow God to repurpose things in your life in this season. Stop trying to understand why, but rather say, God, how can you, the situation is here now. This is what's happening in my life. How can you rearrange and repurpose these things to make something out of this? Here's another example here, repurpose. I know nothing in the kitchen. I do try to cook. People don't like my cooking because I take forever when I'm cooking because then I enjoy what I'm doing, you know. So, but anyway, I understand banana bread is made out of bananas for real. I thought back then you put a flavor of banana, but you actually take bananas when you realize they're about to rot or you no longer have a purpose for them as opposed to throwing them away. You put them together with flour and everything and you produce a banana bread. That's repurposing something and glory to God. You see, you know many, many things. I get it. I get it. Uh, they used to say motivational speakers, you take your lemons and you make lemonades. That's repurposing, probably. I don't know. Amen. But now, let, let, let's continue. So the, the, the fishing vessel was intended for fishing, but Jesus used it for pe- uh, preaching. That's repurposing. Now, listen to this one. There was a young boy who had his bread and his fish. The original intent from mommy and the boy was lunch for him. But to Jesus, when he saw an opportunity to repurpose something, he says, uh-uh. I will feed uh, feed multitudes from this small lunch. That's what God does. And glory to God. So this originally was to satisfy the hunger of a boy, but to Jesus, he intended to satisfy the hunger of many. So sometimes what God has given you 10 rands or 1,000 rands or 10,000 rands is not to satisfy your hunger, but is to satisfy the hunger of multitudes. So don't wait until you have too much before you can start giving. Be a giver before you have too much because maybe while the little you have, God has intended it to feed families. You don't have to be a wealthy person to start feeding people. And while you do that, you might just discover your calling and glory to God. We also see when you read the Bible, Paul using the broken pieces of the boat to swim on. And the broken piece of the boat boat was not designed to be swimmed on, but was designed to be part of the boat. But when situation dictated, Paul used that to make it to uh, to shore. Now, 
listen to this as we uh, close the, uh, the message. My current circumstance or my current situation can be repurposed to the greater fulfillment of God's purpose in my generation. What we have to do, we have to remain consistent, we have to remain reliable, and we have to be adaptable. So you can't run away from being a consistent person. You have to be consistent, you have to be reliable, yet being adaptable. That's so important because some people are not reliable, are not consistent because they think they are being adaptable. That's not adaptable. Being adaptable, you are a very consistent person, but you are adaptable you are reliable look a little example is us doing church this morning we have church at 10 o'clock so those who want to fellowship with us at 10 o'clock since we inception they know and they know that they'll have a message from us around 10 o'clock but what we have done we adapted with the situation we did not say no now because it's this we are not, not running a church anymore let's close and wait for situations to change no we adapt with the situation when the lockdown is gone guess what we are going to adapt to the new normal and life goes on and that's how god wants us to do we have to repurpose and glory to god so now you have to hey, i'm a real preacher hey in conclusion <laughs> we have to sure remember what happened in the garden of eden because I can't stop this message without talking about Jesus. I can't. Remember what happened in the Garden of Eden. The devil wanted to destroy mankind. And by tempting Eve and Adam, he thought he won. He thought he destroyed them. Death was introduced in this life by the devil, not God. Let me repeat. Death was introduced by the devil. But you want to know something wonderful? God, our Father, He took death, repurposed it for His glory and honor by bringing Jesus Christ to die for us on the cross of Calvary. Now, through what was meant to destroy us, death, Jesus gives us eternal life. Jesus gives us glory. So what was meant to destroy us brought us deliverance. So death brought us deliverance. Because why? In the hands of God, even death can be repurposed for deliverance. Death can be repurposed for eternal life. Today, me and you are saved, are born again. We have eternal life because of the death of Jesus in the cross. So Christianity, this faith, it's all about repurposing. God did not invent something. He just said, since you introduced death, you devil, I'll show you how it works. I will use it for my glory. I will deliver people using the same thing that is supposed to harm them. In other words, God will take everything that has been designed to harm you. Let's repeat now. God will take everything that has been designed by the enemy to harm you. Listen to this. He's going to honor you with it. He's going to bring honor. From your harm comes honor in the hands of God. So God can repurpose harm into honor. Destruction to 
deliverance. And you can make your own list, amen, because we are not here in a poetry class or whatsoever. But the point is, even our faith in Christ Jesus is based on the fact that God took something and repurposed it for our eternal life. So death was supposed to destroy us. But God brought us deliverance through the death of Christ Jesus. Going back to the opening scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. If the rulers of the time, if the devil at the time, if he knew what he was doing, if he knew who he was dealing with, he will not have touched Christ. They will not have touched Jesus because they thought they are destroying him. But what happened God knew that Jesus is the king of glory. We serve the king of glory. May you begin to see the manifestation of the king of glory in the midst of COVID-19. Begin to see the hand of the king of glory. Begin to see the honor of God. May God honor you in the midst of pain, in the midst of evil, in the midst of sickness and diseases. May you begin to see the honor and the glory of God not tomorrow, not next year but in this season, in this time, may we begin to see the glory of God by the way, the glory of God shines the most when it's darker, so the darker it is in your life, the tougher it is in your life, the more you will see the glory of God, so all we have to do is to draw closer and closer to God in these times and in these days to see see his glory. So this is a good opportunity that in the year where there was COVID-19, I saw the glory of God. I saw the deliverance of God. I saw the hand of God. I saw God do exploits in my family, in my generation. I saw God do things that I never thought were possible. In closing, I've already closed, by the way, I'm done. I just want to pray. This is what I'm trying to say. Will not be on YouTube uh, with over 10 teachings or sermon or whatever if COVID-19 didn't come. God used this to help us to bring our messages to even more people. Today now we talk to more people. I was shocked the other day. I know this is not big, by the way, but to me it's big, okay? I saw one of our videos has over 300 views and I go like, I will not have achieved it in our little corner there, we don't have 300 chairs. But now because of this, we can reach even a larger and larger and larger audience. And we have started to realize that there is more actually. God can do more. And now we now believe that it's possible to achieve great things in the midst of difficulties. May every situation designed to harm you bring you honor in Jesus' name. Let's just stand up wherever you are. Let's pray and glory and